Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Canuck Otaku Podcast. Welcome to the 2022 edition of the Canuck Otaku Podcast. Uh, Chris here, and that's it. Um, so this is going to be a little bit of a different episode because um, I am doing uh, this episode solo. Uh, it does not mean that Luigi is gone. Luigi is alive and well. Um, but I figured that I wanted to start uh, this season off on my own just because I sort of have just a lot of reflections to do and I guess a lot of stuff to talk about. And I decided to give Luigi just a little bit of time off, even though I guess we have taken a bit of time off. One of the things I do want to talk about is uh, where we've been over the past couple of months. I know in our last episode, which we recorded back in October, um, we did see that we were going to get back into the uh, into the habit of just recording episodes and whatnot. Um, and um, I'm pretty sure you guys can all tell from our complete absence from everything uh, that didn't happen. Um, so we're going to be starting 2022 off uh, with just uh, me talking about a bunch of stuff. Um, I hope that everyone had an awesome uh, Christmas holiday. I hope everyone had a restful break and I hope everyone is surviving out there. Um, things are just sort of back to how things usually were with COVID with just numbers up and everyone just in a panic, even though things are still open. And I guess that kind of ties in with the stuff that I'm going to be talking about um, afterwards. But um, I just want to start to, I wanted to start things off with just explaining about where we've been and like, I hate it when people like try to give excuses. Like I'm a, like, I'm a teacher and like, you just start to hear excuses from students about why they didn't practice or why they didn't do their homework. And you just start to hear it. And like, you start to call bullshit. And every now and then you'll, you, you'll actually, um, like, you'll know when someone's telling the, when, telling the truth. And I guess I'm just going to put it bluntly. It's just that we don't, it's not that I necessarily have an excuse, but really like, I guess the thing that happened was just like life happens. Um, Luigi, uh, well, Luigi got married in September. And so uh, him and his wife are just getting, um, getting used to the transition of being um, newlywed. And yeah, I mean, they're going through some transitions with their, with their own lives. And uh, I'm not going to spoil anything, but um, I guess I'll let Luigi um, explain that when he gets back. Um, but in terms of what's been going on with me, uh, yeah, same thing. It's been life. Uh, back to school, and I thought I'd be able to, like, handle everything that's been going on between, like, a full-time, being a full-time student, uh, still working as much as I can, and, like, trying to get all my hobbies out of the way. And, like, to be perfectly honest, like, things just did not work out for me the way that I wanted it to. So... Yeah, like the past, like between October, November, December, um, there was just a bit of a, I had a bit of just a dry spell, like physically, mentally, emotionally, um, like, you know, I have like barely, I was barely on the bike. Um, I barely watched any anime and like part of me just kind of felt this just downward spiral, like the wheels, like the wheels are spinning but like we're out of steam. And so I'm just literally just running off of whatever momentum I had. And at some point, you know, the wheels are going to stop and you're going to find yourself stuck. Um, like the past two years have definitely be, have definitely been interesting for me, um, especially as, as a musician, as an artist, because when it comes time, when it like when pandemics and any sort of economic stuff um, happens, we're usually the first profession to go and then the last to come back. And it's definitely still true. And that's kind of one of the reasons why I ended up going, for, um, decided to study to get an education degree is just to kind of get that sense of stability in my life. And, and so that's sort of what, what's been going on with my life over the past like two years. I've delved a little bit into just like my, my mental state, my personality, just in the odd episode and really it was just until the last year or so that I've really begun to put things into perspective. 
And also, and like, it was that point where, I guess really up until now that I've decided to just not really like come clean, but just become a little bit more honest and just be a little bit more courageous about um, this stuff that's been going on with me personally. Uh, I mean, for fuck's sake, like I'm running a podcast and usually like a podcast is just about you just talking about whatever. And then I felt as though even, even though I had one, like I'm still reserving this part of myself that it, it like has such an impact on who I am. So um, just back in 2020, uh, there were two major things that happened in terms of like my life, um, I guess, like mentally. So I, I always knew that I had some sort of mental condition and um, it was not officially diagnosed, but I went, I went through this a lot of therapy over the past couple of years and like back in 2016, um, it just a lot of people um, uh, realized that it was some form of depression and never really got formally diagnosed until last year because with COVID, I just could not really, I couldn't really handle a lot of the stuff. And so went to professional and then officially got diagnosed, officially got diagnosed with depression and then also got diagnosed with ADHD as well. And so with like those two truths, just being out there, kind of like put things into perspective and it took... I mean, it's still, it's still happening right now, but I'm still trying to contextualize everything and, and learning to see things through a new lens. Like it's, it helps me to, to catch myself when I begin to wonder why things are the way they are. Like, why do I have such difficulty finding the words to certain things? Why does it, why does it feel as though like, my memory is just slipping, right? Right, just there. I just could not find the right word, even though I knew it was there. So, yeah, I've been I've been dealing with that over the past couple of months, um, and you know, despite still doing episodes last year, um, yeah, like that was still there in the in the background, and over this like sort of October to December, when I really really felt. So my like mental health just began to decline. Um, like not only did like my physical activity stop, but like a lot of my hobbies stopped as well. I picked up Destiny Two, and like I've just been playing the hell out of that. But in terms of like any other hobbies, like anime or manga, nothing. Like in terms of what what I watched last season, I don't. What did I watch? I watched some of the stuff that we talked about in our episode. Um, but to be perfectly honest, like I can't actually recall that. What the hell did I watch? Or at least like kind of watch last season. Let's see here. What did I talk about? End of Kaguya Summer turn to Nichiju. Assassin Isekai. Assassin Isekai. That was one of like the coolest shows last season did not finish it. Um, Fruit of Evolution, stopped watching it. Uh, Gun by the Doki Chan, stopped watching it. Platinum End, stopped watching it. And like, I know that it got shittier and shittier. Um, Miluko Chan, uh, yeah, like honestly, okay, we released that November. Um, and I think it was around that time that I completely stopped. And so, over the past like month, I've been trying to find a way to, I guess, reignite that fire. Because this was, I felt as if this was more of a burnout. We talked, I talked about burnout before, but like this was definitely something completely different. This was one of those things where it wasn't that I was tired of it, but more so that I can't really, I can't really describe it because it's, it's almost as if it's like I, when you quit something and then you're almost ashamed of getting back to it um, because you feel as though either you've missed out on a lot of stuff that it just seems so monumental to try and get back up to speed 
And like in physical activity, it's, it, like I'm feeling exactly the same way with biking because with biking, if you don't bike for two months, you lose a lot of your fitness. And like, I've discovered that, um, since I've just tried to do some spinning and like, I'm nowhere near where I used to be. And then now when I'm thinking about it with like anime, like I miss an entire season. Um, I've missed like the first couple episodes of this season already. So like, I'm already behind and like, there's nothing more, I guess, demoralizing than knowing you're already behind and then knowing that you, well, you have to start, but you know that like, once you start, you're going to hate it because you just know that you have to catch up and it's just this negative spiral. Um, I know I'm just ranting a bit. I'm 10 minutes into this. I'm not even talking about anything anime related, but I will get into that. So what did I do to break the spell? Well, knowing I was in a slump and knowing that just my mental state was just down. Um, I was also, I mean, over Christmas, there was, I had a, I had a COVID scare. Um, I saw a friend of mine three days before Christmas and, um, he messaged me on Christmas Eve, just as I was um, like about to have dinner with my family. And he said, Chris, I have COVID. Um, you should probably like get checked. And so um, couldn't find a test. Couldn't like, I didn't want to put my family at risk. So literally for Christmas, I was completely segregated from, um, from the family events. So my family was at the dinner table and then I was several meters away, just like eating on the stairs, just kind of um, trying to trying to converse with everyone. So, I mean, Christmas was kind of meh. Um, my birthday was end of the year. That was canceled because of COVID. So that was kind of meh. So yeah, month was shitty. What did I do? I rewatched a bunch of anime that... I absolutely adored. And I had to, I was really, really specific about what it was that I wanted to watch. Because not only did I want to watch something that I knew I would enjoy, but I wanted to watch something that could re, like, reinvigorate my spirit, like make me relearn a lesson that that show or that movie had taught me before about what it means to, what it means to live, what it means to like go through hardship and what it means to just like stand up and move forward. Cause at that point, like it really, like I just, I felt stuck. Like I felt completely paralyzed and I didn't really, yeah, I didn't really know how to use my legs and start walking. And like, even now, like waking up in the morning, knowing that I'm going to have to attend classes, which I absolutely hate. And knowing that, I guess, like waking up knowing that like I'm still in school 28 years old and just knowing that out there, there's just so many people that I know that have moved on, well, not moved on with their life, but like are going on with their lives. And yeah, I just, I just felt miles behind and I needed just something to just pick me up. So this is where I'm going to transition. We're 15 minutes in, but um, this is the point where I'm going to transition into the anime um, part of this uh, part of this episode. So um, I'm going to be calling this. I'm going to be titling this episode probably like the anime that saved my life because these are probably and like I'm not I'm not going to title it this like just for the just for the sake of like clickbait because. One, I hate clickbait, and two, I'm too honest. But um, like, honest to God, these are probably the anime that have made the most impact. And like, without them, I probably would not be here. 
Um, let's just put it at that. So I finished Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood just today. Um, I started watching it with my brother and my cousin um, a couple weeks ago. And yeah, there was just, there was something about Full Metal Alchemist that I needed to relive it. Um, one, I hadn't watched it in, in a quite a while. And two, just the messages within the show. Um, it was something that I needed to hear. And yeah, like I'm just thinking about just like the past, like the last five episodes of the show. Um, there just There is just something about it where it just encapsulates everything that the show was about. Um, whether it was the relating to the struggles um, or relating to the lessons or the more or the, or the morality um, or the philosophy behind it. And I guess the main thing is just the, the topic of equivalent exchange. And I'm going to be talking about this in a later episode about real life. Um, and that'll probably be coming out in a couple of weeks. I'm going to be the first couple episodes for this season are definitely going to be a little bit more personal on, on the personal side. So when Luigi's here, I can definitely lighten up. But for these ones, I feel as though I got to be personal, but on the side of equivalent exchange, like that's something that I have come to accept as a truth, um, as a truth with life. And I am a person that will remember every single failure and like every single fuck up that I've ever, that I've ever made. And it's, it's bad and it's like good at the same time. Cause one, you shouldn't hang, you shouldn't like, you shouldn't wallow in your mistakes and that is like one of the main messages of the show because like one of the biggest mistakes they made was trying to bring their mom back. Um, and yeah, I just, I guess thinking back to just the mistakes that I made and a lot of them were just personal stuff where I, I've either like treated a person wrong or um, like I've bullied a person or, you know, most especially it's just when it comes to just like mess ups and like relationships that I've had. And really what it comes down to it is like knowing that I was responsible for a lot of the stuff that went poorly in my past and knowing that the reasons behind those were purely for selfish reasons and I guess that's kind of where the equivalent exchange happens, where there's you're, nothing is going to come free, right? That you're going to pay for every single goddamn thing that happens in this life. So, you know, think about what it is that you're willing to sacrifice and calculate whether or not it's worth it. And yeah, that's going to... I'm going to talk about that in my real life episode and I'm going to talk about real life just a little bit today, but I think it deserves its own episode just because it's so visceral for me being at that age as well. Um, but yeah, I like with, with full Metal alchemist, just that, that whole theme of moving forward of just, Yeah. Like knowing that you're flawed and moving on despite that. And it's almost like like flaws are what makes you human. And that to deny your flaws or your sins, um, it's unnatural, right? I mean, the whole reason why, um, why the dwarf and the flask lost in the end was because it completely denied its its flaws. That's one of the reason why it split up all its sins into separate homunculi. Um, and it was kind of ironic that even though he separated the homunculi, he still encapsulated everything 
that there was about them, right? He turns Sloth into a separate entity, and yet he does nothing but sit like on his throne under Central the entire time. Um, he gets rid of Pride, but at the same time, he's literally the most proud person um, out there, so on and so forth. So, yeah, the the whole just living with living with the consequences of your actions. I guess that's the most I'll say about my personal life at this moment, but living with the consequences of your actions, knowing that you can't really take anything back. And even though acknowledging that even though you've taken responsibility for it, you still deserve a second chance. Um, almost, I guess that's the best way that I can describe it right now without you know, trying to write things out and be super prepared. This is all completely off the cusp. I don't have a script. I don't have anything. I'm literally just thinking um, out of the blue right now. So um, yeah, Full Metal Alchemist. So 64 episodes over the course of three weeks. So that's uh, that's pretty good for me where it's about what, three, three episodes a day. Um, yeah, three episodes a day over... 20, 20 days. Yeah, there you go. Um, so yeah, that was, uh, there's one, um, full metal alchemist, um, going on the same topic of just, I guess, self-forgiveness and like learning to move on, uh, silent voice. And this one's hard. Um, and I, I've talked to a lot of friends about this movie and it evokes a different reaction depending on, um, depending on who I talk to. Um, my entire group of friends, we like to joke that we're the most fucked up group of people, like mentally, like we all have such similar neuroticism. Like we have such similar, just mental states. We have similar, um, like issues and, and whatnot. And it's sort of one of the things that draws us together. Cause we can kind of, um, we're like stronger together than we are alone. And there's something very poetic and nice about that, especially the fact that we've, we've all been friends for well over 20 years. And like, I'll talk to them with silent voice and they all have completely different responses. And um, like, I'm not going to get into like their own personal lives, but like for me personally, when I think about just the heavy, subject matter of a silent voice for those of you that haven't watched a silent voice and i highly recommend it um yeah like i mean it starts off with a guy that is about to jump off a bridge because he is still living with this guilt of stuff that's happened in his past that have literally prevented him from living life thereafter and so it's this entire, it's this entire journey of self-forgiveness, self-acceptance, and just giving life another go. And yeah, I mean, especially like just right now when not just me, but like you can like the, the palpability, I'm pretty sure that's a word, but yeah, the probability of just the mental turmoil that just everyone is facing, whether it's people in people in healthcare or even just in my in my circle, just teachers who are just completely overworked and getting just fucked sideways by by administration and government, all that kind of stuff, or you know, artists where yeah, I mean, we've been fucked over for the past two years where you think you're going to get a job and then suddenly, you know, your job gets canceled. And if you're not protect, if you're not protected by insurance or unions, then literally like there's your, there's your income for the next three weeks, completely gone. Um, and yeah, like up until Christmas, it's literally felt as though everyone is just hanging on by a thread and yeah, just how to, See, here's the thing. Like I went on a, just a tiny tangent and I can't remember where I started. I'm going to 
go back when I'm editing it and I'm thinking just like, holy shit, how did I forget? What was I talking about? Silent voice. Second chances moving forward. Oh my God, I cannot remember. Am I going to have literally like 10 seconds of silence while I figure out what the fuck I was talking about? Silent voice. Maybe I'll remember it, but yeah, if you haven't watched a silent voice, please watch it. It came out the same year that Boss Baby came out. And that was the year Boss Baby won Oscar for Best Animated Picture. And that is probably one of the like biggest injustices. No, I don't want to say that. That's that's so wrong. But it was a very big injustice. <laughs> in the in in the in the movie industry for for or for one a sound of voice not to be nominated for a best picture but just for boss baby to win i haven't even seen boss baby but like it doesn't deserve it um yeah there have been a lot of movies that just deal around just that sort of subject matter um and i've talked about it ad nauseum just because i can't recommend them enough but um there's five centimeters per second there's i want to eat your pancreas there's just a lot of movies out there um josie and the ooh, what's that movie josie and the tiger josie the tiger josie the tiger and the fish i saw that in theaters really really good movie that's literally about learning to walk by yourself because one of the characters is bound to a wheelchair so if you want to experience just those themes, um, definitely give that a shot. Josie, the tiger and the fish. It's super, it's super wholesome. And it's just, it's classic movie themes. But if you really, like, if you need that sort of jumpstart um, in, in this, just at the start of 2022, give that a watch um what else full metal alchemist silent voice violet evergarden oh boy um this one's hard so if you haven't seen violet evergarden you know like you can't it should just be a challenge like you know can you watch violet evergarden was at episode 10 without crying and i don't think anyone will, will be ever will be able to make it was it episode 10 which is the one with the with Anne and the mom. Um, yeah, that is episode 10. Uh, yeah. What is Violet Evergarden about? For me, and I mean, it is part of the show, but for me, the most poignant thing about Violet Evergarden is just, I guess, what it means to be human. You have this automaton, this completely emotionless, just tool that learns to, yeah, learns, learns what it means to be human, whether it is to understand um, love, to understand empathy, um, and learning to have purpose. There is the other thing. Um, you have this, you have this person that was literally given her purpose by someone else. And then now she's passed to kind of create that for herself. So I haven't finished Violet Evergarden yet just because I've been so engrossed by by FMA and Destiny, um, which I've also completely like I've been I've been off the ball for the past couple of weeks with that too. Um but yeah Violet Evergarden, well one, it's just it's the most beautiful show out there. I don't think anything tops it in terms of visuals, soundtrack, um, voice acting. I don't really think anything comes close. Uh, it's just, it's super solid and I'll put that on the list. Maybe I should also call this just, if you feel like shit and you have no motivation <laughs> and you need like some show to teach you how to move forward, um, here's Chris's, uh, here's Chris's list of, of shows to, uh, get your ass in gear. Um, I guess that takes us to real life and this one, this one's hard cause it's the most real 
Full Metal Alchemist is part fantasy. Um, Violet Evergarden is part fantasy. Um, Silent Voice that is also real, which is what makes which is what made it so hard to to watch and to um, and to digest. And then Silent Voice is also that, and it's it was made even more real because um, what's his name Kanzaki? No, Kanzaki was oh man. Chris, you're supposed to remember this stuff. Um, I have so many people that get on my case about being an anime podcaster. And then they say, oh, you know, have you watched, you know, Jujutsu Kaisen? Or, you know, are you watching, like, how many shows are you watching this season? They say, oh, like, I'm watching like three. And they just get on my case because they feel as though since I'm technically, well, they say, well, you know, if you're going to review anime, then shouldn't you be looking at all of them? But the thing, like I tell them, like, I don't review anime. Like, I just talk about it, right? Like, I don't have, I never at once said I was going to watch every single show and then create some sort of tier list that you can reference. So I'm literally just to talk about, I'm here to talk about just me, which I'm really thankful for this being the first episode of the podcast because that's what it is, right? This is, this is literally... This is it, right? I'm this. I'm not doing this as a service to anyone. Um, I'm literally doing this just to give my thoughts. Um, but yeah, um, real life. What was the guy's name? It was Kaizaki. Kaizaki, not Kanzaki. Kaizaki. So he was this 27-year-old man that doesn't have a job. Feels as though just, yeah, his just life is on, is put on hold pretty much. And then, yeah, he just, he gets this chance to go back, go back as a high school student and then relive his high school kit, his high school life. And then the hope is that he learns whatever lesson he needs to do. So that when this like experiment is over, he gets a job at the end. Um, and I have felt that more in the past. <laughs> I felt that more in the past three months than I have anywhere else. Um, I've had a lot of like I've, I've read and like I'm not here to discredit just the the experiences that people have gone through, but like I'll, I'll like read reviews and I'll read comments and YouTube videos about, um, people that are watching real life. And they say, Oh, you know, like I, I'm, I'm like 18 years old or I'm 20 years old and I'm really, really feeling this. And I'm not to discredit that. Right. You know, I am, if, if, if you, if this, if the show, um, taught you to be more proactive about your life and to just to preempt, any sort of mistakes and you can make them. That's awesome. Like I completely, I completely understand that. But like when you get to that age that Gaizaki is at, so he was 27 year old, 27 years old before when he, um, when he did the real life program and I just recently turned 28 and it's just that much more, it's that much more relatable and poignant. And, I think the older you get and the more the more similar you feel your life is to to Kaizaki uh yeah it hurts cuz there there is definitely a part of me that wishes I could just go back in time and redo a lot of the stupid things that I did like I would, and it wasn't even just to like fix specific things, but I guess just to change my, change my MO, change the way I viewed things. And like, I get rid of my, I would just get rid of like so many parts of my personality that just was not conducive to a healthy way of living. 
whether it was my just insecurities about stuff, my my need to just overwork myself to death, um, just being super self-conscious about like what people thought of me, and then just that that inclination or that uh, not inclination, but that predisposition to just give up when things are just not going your way and then only going for things that are like really easy to do. And I guess that comes down to just like a work ethic and just your ability to, your ability to handle discomfort and then failure. Um, I hate failure so much, which means like I will avoid any situation where I know that I might fail. And like, I know that I can't go back. Maybe I'll just talk about real life right now, just because I, it's, it's fresh in my mind, but I almost think that real life could almost be like symbolism for like CBT or cognitive behavioral, behavioral therapy. Because yes, like there's like a fantasy aspect where this guy takes a pill and then suddenly he's 10 years younger. But like in the same way, like for those of you that have taken like CBT, pretty much what it is, it's, it's a, it's a restructuring of your, of your behavior when it comes to how you think of things, right? So if you're like a perfectionist, then um, a therapist will work through that. Or, you know, if you have social anxiety or depression and usually what involves it is the like a therapist will go through your life right well they talk about you know how is your childhood um how is your relationship with your parents or your friends and pretty much what they're trying to do is they're trying to pinpoint you know causes of certain ways of thinking they're trying to find um you know trying to find the sort the sort of cause versus symptom uh versus side effect and and all that so I almost feel as though like real life, you could probably write an essay where that's kind of what real life is, where you're, you're either physically in the case of the anime or you're psychologically reliving past experiences in order to write wrongs or recalibrate or modify who you are. Because in real life, spoiler, um, the the main character, he goes back in time, but the by the end, because it's not permanent, he will come back to being a 27-year-old um, after that. So that's sort of my reasoning why you could, it could almost be a metaphor for, um, for therapy, because yeah, you relive your experiences, and then you get back, you get brought back into the present, hopefully with a reconfigured or a recalibrated view on life. So there's my little, I guess, mini thesis statement on what is this, what this show could is actually about. But here we go again. I'm on another tangent. I can't even remember what the fuck I was saying before this. Um, real life, reliving stuff, and then fixing stuff. But yeah, do I wish I could go back in time and change some things? Yeah. And I guess it's it's hard knowing that there are people that just aren't fond of me anymore or who were never fond of me to begin with. That was kind of a shock to me where I'll talk to someone and they said, Yeah, yeah, that person didn't really like you. And they're and like I'm there thinking it's just like, well, like why? Or or anything like that. And like I wish now I could just be like, okay, yeah, whatever. And I've kind of reached that point. But like, I don't know if I would go back in time and fix my relationship with people. I don't think that would be what I would fix. Because, again, when it comes to that whole, like, equivalent exchange thing with Full Metal Alchemist, if I didn't go through the hardship of just fucking things up with people and <laughs> and all that kind of stuff, like, would I really be where I am right now, where I am just aware of my actions and aware of just aware of the emotions of others and how I could possibly, like I could potentially be affecting someone negatively 
without me even thinking it. So, like, I don't really want to give examples, but I guess it's old enough that I could talk about it. But again, it's like personal. People I know listen to this. Again, this goes back into that whole, like, I don't understand how people can just go on talk shows and podcasts, talk about their past lives, and then just are completely fine with the people that they're talking about listening to this person talk about them. But, ah, fuck it. So, would I fix, like, one, like, someone, someone asked me, because we were talking about real life, and they asked me, would you fix your relationship with a person? And that's a hard question. Because, again, it's just like, do I, the only thing, like, as of right now, the only thing I regret is, like, the hurt that I caused. It's like, I, I almost don't regret the separation because it was through that that I learned a life lesson out of it. So, like, it's like, it's like Ed at the end of Full Metal Alchemist, right? Because at the end of the show, he wasn't completely returned back to his normal state. He still had his leg. And it was, and I mean, even more than that, but I mean, he didn't even have his alchemy, alchemy by the end, but he didn't have his alchemy, but he also didn't have his leg. And yeah, that was the equivalent exchange, right? He, the leg was for, I'm um, trying to bring his mom back. And then his alchemy was just the sacrifice where he literally sacrificed his truth, his knowledge, and then his alchemy, just who he was in exchange for Al's body. And yeah, like that, it's just, it's sort of the same thing where, yeah, like you, you are, you accept the new present or the, the new circumstances that you're in as a result of an action, but you can still like regret things that happened that revolved around it. So it's like, you're sorry that a, that a certain thing happened, but you're fine with the fact that it happened, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. And then, of course, there's just the whole profession thing and just where you are career-wise. Because like, people in my age group now, you know, they have full-time jobs, um, they're married, they have, they have houses, and like some of them have kids now. And yeah, I'm not even, I mean, if, if, if I were to compare it, even though I'm aware that I really shouldn't be comparing, but like when I think about it, like I'm, I'm just, I'm not even, I'm not even at the start line in, in some circumstances. And like, that's hard to, that's hard to contend with. And that's one of the, th that one of the reasons why I just, I haven't been on Instagram. I haven't been on Facebook. I haven't been on Twitter. It's just every single time I'm just on social media and I see that there is the part of me that knows that it's perfectly fine for me to be the, where the, the, to be where I am. But there's another part of me that's thinking like, Oh, Chris, like, dude, like <laughs> you were, like, you were on the list of, like most likely like to succeed back in junior high and high school. Like what, like what the fuck happened, dude? And yeah, I just need to get myself out of that mindset and like real life, just exactly the same thing. Uh, Kaizaki had a totally good, um, had a totally good job and then he quit it. Um, the reasons I won't spoil the reasons, but he had a really, really good job and he quit it. And then he just continued to go from job interview to job interview. Um, and then he would just not succeed at anything that he did. And then he ended up just working at a convenience store or convenience store. And then that was when he got spotted by the one dude and then started it. And then there was also like another real life person that, um, yeah, also, yeah, same thing, you know, worked, 
worked in a in a salary position, and then circumstances happened that caused them to um, to be to end up where they were, spiral down, and then end up in a real life uh, in a real life experiment. So, yeah, these were just a lot of things that I've been thinking of over the past week, past couple weeks, and then to a certain extent the past two years, and then to a certain extent the past six years. <laughs> and like, why am I even doing this? I just, sometimes I, I ask that. And like, I was supposed to do this episode last year on my birthday because I really needed something to put my thoughts into a physical non non like mental form like I really needed to just get my thoughts out there and I mean I have a podcast I can do whatever whatever I want and so here I am so yeah that's been it so that's the that that's, I guess here's my start to 2020 and here's the start to the Kanakotaku podcast season three. And there's me just talking about why we've been gone for the past two, three months. Um, again, like we're not, we're not giving excuses. Uh, I'm not, I don't, I don't really apologize for being missing because I don't really feel as though I have anything to apologize for considering the circumstances. Um, but I just want to say for those of you that are going through um, a similar circumstance and it can be the result of, it can be the result of whatever, um, whether you've started feeling this as a result of, um, of COVID and all the changes that it has caused, um, whether this is the result of just something going on um, personally in your life, whether it has to do with family or friends or, um, you know, a relationship or, or anything like that, uh, or perhaps you're just, you're in school or, and you feel as though you're not where you feel you want to be. Um, or maybe like you failed school or something like that. And you're just going through a rough time. Um, uh, I just want to say that, uh, well, one, like, um, I'm sorry that you're going through that, um, two, and I don't, I don't mean this to, to discredit what you're going through, but um, there are a lot of people that are sharing and going through similar circumstances. And I feel as though there is strength in knowing that there are other people out there because there is something that you can potentially use as an anchor and that's what I found with my friends and um, one of my like closest friends right now um, is someone that shares a lot of my insecurities and thinks really, really similar to how I do. And it, I think it was kind of through that, that just, we became really, really close. So um, yeah. And like, I, I really, really hope that uh, me speaking out and being open about this um, inspires or, um, just lifts you up in some way. And maybe it can motivate you to check out some of the anime that I recommended as, um, as a little bit of a pick me up, or maybe inspire you to just reach out to someone, whether, um, whether it's just a loved one or whether you're going to seek professional help, or maybe, you know, even, even to, to me or, um, or something like that. I'm, I'd love to, I'd love to just hear stories from people, whether you just want to send a private message about, you know, what you've been going through and how um, anime has been helping you go through just this very weird transition period. So yeah, that's about it. It's, uh, it's one, it's what, it's sometime around 1am uh, right now. And I just, just on a whim, I just really wanted to record this because I really, really wanted to, um, but yeah, there's just a lot of shows out there and I haven't even touched like all the other ones. 
um, a place further than the universe. That is something to talk about when I feel a little bit better about myself because a place further than the universe is just nothing but hope and just feel goodsies stuff. And that is, there will be a time for me to talk about that. And I am perfectly fine with saying that I am not at that point right now. Um, but that is eventually the end goal, um, where you're able to say that you have this thirst to just get up and move, where you have this feeling that you just want to get up and do something. Um, but now is not that time. Now is, in, is for me, that this point, like right now, I just need to just get myself, get myself standing um, and just take a couple steps, uh, probably trip a couple times and I'll just have to try again. So, um, but yeah, Full Metal Alchemist, Relife, Violet Evergarden, A Silent Voice. What else will I throw in there? I want to eat your pancreas. Josie the tiger and the fish. You can put your name if you want, but um, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of your name when it comes to just inspirational stuff. It's it's cute, and there is. I mean, there is that theme of just you're you're missing something and you're just going on a search for something that's more. So I don't know. It's not as visceral as 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 the other ones that I've mentioned. Um, clan ad, if you want to watch clan ad, really, I'm just listing all the stuff that can make you cry. Um, but yeah, there we go. So this is the first episode of our season three of the Kanaka Taco podcast. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I really, really appreciate that. I know that these sorts of things are, they're, they're really hard to listen to sometimes because a lot of times you, there's, I guess there, there is a discomfort with, well, with one talking about kind of like personal stuff, but also listening to someone that's going through personal stuff. And I think that's kind of where that, that where like, you know, the stigma behind um, mental health and talk and talking about mental health comes from is just that sort of initial discomfort. Um, but I've gotten to the point where like, I'm very open about it. Um, I'm not hesitant to tell people about um, what it is I'm going through. Cause a lot of times it, it opens them up to talking about, their own struggles. And I think that people need to be more open because you just, you can only bottle things in for so long. So I am repeating myself so much, so I'm going to call it there. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Kanaku Taku podcast. If you liked what you heard and you want more of it, please let me know. And then I will definitely do it. Uh, otherwise, Luigi will be back in hopefully the next episode where we can get back to our own stupid fucked up shenanigans where we just talk about useless stuff and complain about everything. Um, so that's about it. So my name is Chris. We'll see you guys later. Take care.